Yeah. Clean up, clean up. Everybody do your share. Clean up, clean up. Blood and gore and guns and hair. I love how they did the thing with, with, the, with the clear floor of them cleaning. Like, I, I like that. I thought it was cool. Yeah, no, that was really excellent. And, and I learned that baking powder nullifies acidic compounds and lets you mop up a soup of viscous compounds like it was nothing. Because baking soda is a base. It's the opposite of an acid. It, it neutralizes the acid. So whenever you have bodies and acid out there, y'all drop that base, 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 base. No, you want you you want to use lime for bodies. But, um, <laughs> but, but you want to use lime for bodies. No, don't don't ask me why I know that. I'm shocked Martha Stewart didn't do a segment on this. I'm also surprised. A shout out to Martha learned. Stewart, who is the um swimsuit mm-hmm. edition. She she made it, eighty one swimsuit, got it. You mentioned her shit. Go ahead. I'm thinking about Janelle Monae while you're thinking about Martha Stewart. I, Sorry, I take them both. I also learned that a body is comprised by mole of sixty three percent hydrogen and twenty six percent oxygen and nine percent carbon. And 1.25% nitrogen and 0.25% calcium. So take that milk. Um, iron is 0.00004%, uh, 4%, 0.04% sodium, and 0.19% phosphorus. We know that because Walt and some woman were sitting in their office back in the 80s discussing what the body's comprised of. And Walt was much more relaxed and playa playa in his young days. Walt was a nice looking man. Yeah, he was Mac Daddy in the month back then, blinding that Rem- young lady with science. Remember her. Long hair, just a swinging and shit. That's all I'm saying. Remember her. That's going to come back around. That's Welcome to blood, meth, and tears. That's Scar. That's Brandon, and I'm Derek. Mm-hmm. Skylar's painting the nursery, and Marie is, <sighs> holy shit, Marie is the worst, she is the worst person in the world. 100%. Like, straight up, she's complaining about her shoes, but when Walter Jr. asks why she's wearing them, she says she likes the support because her arches are extremely archy. I fucking hate Marie so much. I fucking hate her so much. I literally pause right there so you could all think of the only part that you know from the only song you ever heard of from the Archies. The chorus from Sugar Sugar. You're all welcome. Walter Jr. gets a call and hops on his flip phone that probably doesn't even have Snake on it and tells the person on the other side, yo, what's what, what's up? You know what? Now that I think about it, Scar. Scar, I really want you to think about this. Mm-hmm. Walter Jr. from Breaking mm-hmm. Bad. Mm-hmm. Jimmy from South Park. Same dude. Except Jimmy was South, South Park dude. making fun of Walter Jr.? No. Because Jimmy came Are you out sure? First. I'm pretty sure Jimmy came out first. Okay. I just thought about that. Like, literally, it just struck me. Like, those two. That episode where him him and Timmy uh, created a gang, and oh. they, they called themselves the Crips <laughs> because they were both crippled. <laughs> 
and the Crips rolled up on him. I remember that. And then they became the leader of the Crips. <laughs> but he's like, call me back in like two minutes. Then he tells his mom that he has to take this call. And when she asked if it's a lady, he said, it's Lewis. But it's not like it's any of your business. Motherfucker, this, then why'd you make such a huge production of saying you had to take the call? Lewis is his bestie. Why would you? Oh, don't don't ask me questions while I say I need to take this. I need to take this. Motherfucker, don't offer business if you don't want us to get up in it. Especially your mama. Your mama's nosy. Also, Maria's offering absolutely zero assistance to Skylar. Skylar's literally painting the room alone <laughs> while Marie sits on a stepladder and looks at her nurse's shoes. Oh. Also, she has a long day at work. And then, and then ask her, should you be doing this? Bitch, should you be helping? Also, also. Skylar tells Walter Jr. to make his call quick, and he tells her no. And so I want to ask, do y'all like the forest? Because my favorite forest in the entire world is the I wish a nigga would. I don't get the joke. What joke? The joke you just told. I don't, I don't get the. I don't connect the forest part. I don't get it. The, the woods. <laughs> I wish a nigga I would. Wish a nigga would. Um. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I had a leopard show. That's a business now. No, 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 no. That's a horn. No, it's not. Fuck That's you. a horn. That's a horn. <laughs> she also tells Walter Jr. not to say yell because she hates that. Thanks, Jesse. Marie then tells that Skylar that she missed a spot. She tells Skylar she missed a spot. It's and also, should she be up on that ladder? And Skylar tells her that she's more than welcome to take over for her. And Marie, the worst. She's the worst person in the world. Says Walt should do it. Instead of, you know, actually getting up there and helping. Then Skylar asks hypothetical questions about a stoner that she's writing about. And then she asked Marie about smoking weed, and Marie thinks she's talking about Walter Jr. It goes Pitbull Terry on Skylar and thinks that Walter is getting the Chiba from Lewis. I mean, that's not an unreasonable thing to think. Yeah, but when she specifically says no, like, yes, I feel I, I understand that you know that I'm being cagey, but I'm not talking about Junior. And then she goes, Well, I don't really know. And that fucks the whole thing up. She was clearly lying, though. She was clearly lying about somebody, but when she says, look, it's not Walt Jr., it's not. And Walt Sr. is a whole fucking square, so I wouldn't think it was him either. (laughs) Walt Jr., I mean, Walt Sr. probably was grew up in the 60s. He probably did all kinds of drugs. I guess that's a good point. Walt and Jesse are spraying the blood and gore off one another, and it's reminiscent of Pulp Fiction. And then Jesse goes to his bathroom to smoke some much-deserved crystal that he stashed. He's a pretty I don't know why Walt's working with that nigga. Huh? I don't know why Walt's working with this nigga. Because Walt doesn't doesn't understand how much of a fuck-up Jesse is until Crazy 8 says it. He should have killed Jesse and worked with Crazy 8. I can't say what I want to say until the last episode of the season.
But yeah, Crazy Eight should uh, 100% was like, you don't realize your biggest problem is upstairs, right? And that's when he thought about this shit. And that's when he barged into the bathroom, which he's about to do in a few minutes, which Rashani is going to tell us about. Why are you looking like that? Like we're not on a podcast. Like we're not supposed to talk. Like we're not talking about the same episode. Like it's not like we're talking about some extra shit. We're talking about the episode. If y'all want to do that, that's fine. I will stop uh, taking laborious you know ass notes. You know what, Scar? We won't say anything. We'll just let this be a recap show with Rashani with his wonderful notes. We won't give any insider color commentary. No Jerry the King Lawler. No Paul Heyman. Just Jim Ross Rashani talking. For an hour. That's great. Except for the fact that if y'all talked about things that I had already talked about, nigga, I just want y'all to acknowledge how long it takes to take notes for this shit. I I I alluded to the fact that we were talking about things that you were getting ready to mention. You see how I did that? I knew I that you had already taken notes on this. So when I brought it back around, that was for you to talk about your notes, sir. I felt sorry for you back in Oz because I told you to do the damn recaps. And you ain't going to fucking tell me it ain't 17,000 recaps of Breaking Bad on the goddamn internet that's detailed. I tried reading somebody else's recap once, and you know what? The episode fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's do yours. Fuck you, Scar. Um, I, I know you, nigga. You and Nisha are the same fucking person. So when I you say that, you're literally being I, derisive. I literally di- directed everything back to your notes, sir. Three what pages are we later, about? I had three pages to go before I even got to that part that happens in three seconds. Anyway, Walt is emptying out the solids from Crazy's bucket, and I feel real bad for the Foley artist. Yeah. Because those sounds were gross. Walt sprays down his hands and they're about to walk away when Crazy demands that he looks at him. He says the bike lock around his neck is degrading and that he wouldn't do it to his worst enemy. Personally, I think I that saying needs to die because there's a litany of things that I would do to my worst enemy. And I get more and more ideas every time I hear someone say that they wouldn't wish or do something to their worst enemy. Trust me, I have a list. The shit is epic. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think I don't, I don't think I have those kind of enemies. Just wait. I wish. <laughs> no one cares about me enough to hate me. I do. <laughs> you couldn't hate me you couldn't hate me if you tried nigga Walt tells him that he's sorry and crazy says he knows Walt is hoping that he will just drop dead and make it easy on him but he ain't gonna do it I ain't gonna do it he tells him that he doesn't have it in him to kill him and calls him by name and Walter's like how the fuck do you know my name and crazy's like because Jesse told me and Emilio everything we didn't have to beat it out of mm-hmm. him or anything and Walt's like, prove it. And he's like, cool, you're a high, you were his high school teacher. You made grape soda in class. Uh, you have a son with a disability. He, he actually used the R word. He did, and I'm not going to do that. So crazy. Crazy said, ain't fucked up. If he wouldn't have said that, Walt might have let him live. Why? No, because Walt was going oh, to. Oh, because he let- wouldn't have known that, that he knew about his family. Yeah. But what was going to let him live in general until just 
I mean, Walt being a smart person figures something out later. Crazy tells Walter that Jesse has a big mouth and that this line of work doesn't suit him. And Walter asks Crazy what he should do, just like Crazy go or something. And Crazy's like, it's either that or cold blood and murder. Besides, he continues, Walt's real problem is upstairs, getting high off that Winona Ryder. You know, because she's hella pale, just like the, the crystal is like glass. I thought you were going to say Brooke Shields. I can say Brooke Shields, too. She's really fucking white, like transparently white. Nah, dog. Nicole Kidman. Ooh. I'm sick of seeing her every time I go to the goddamn movies. I don't go to uh, AMC, Shit. but at um, at Regal, they have their own commercial, and it's fucking horrible, too. So I feel your pain. <laughs> like, they play it before every movie. I know it by heart. I say it. It's horrible, which is nice. I fucking hate that commercial. Oh, my God. So much. If I played it for y'all, you'd hate it, too. Walter goes up to the bathroom where Jesse's having a one-person smoke out. And Walter kicks down the door and tells Jesse that he's a damn junkie. And he's going to flush the meth down the toilet. But Jesse throws it out the window because it's worth 40 k And Walter's like, it ain't worth shit if you smoke it all. Which is logic. And Jesse runs downstairs, and Walter's following him when he has a severe coughing fit on the stairs and collapses. Jesse gets the mess and is about to get in his car when Walter grabs him and tells him that they have work to do. And Jesse's like, we? When you start speaking French, nigga, I did my part, and my whole house now smells like toe cheese and dry cleaning. And Walter's like, well, it, it smells like that because you didn't follow my my instructions. That's a fact. Well, hell, Hitler, bitch, Jesse says. <laughs> he did say that. And also says they flipped a coin and the coin flip is sacred. Where? The coin, Where? Flip, the coin flip is sacred. Like, what? <laughs> Who made that rule? I thought pinky swears were sacred. I don't know about no coin flip, dog. <laughs> Nigga, I thought jinx was sacred. Like, if I say jinx, you can't talk. Where we make these rules up at? You know what I thought was sacred when I was a kid? If I stepped on a crack, you know the rest, because it was sacred to you, too. Mm -hmm. I ain't trying to hurt my mama. (laughs) Jesse gets in the car and says Walter's job is waiting in the basement as per the coin. So to do it already. Then he drives off. I love love the, the dichotomy of crazy saying your problem is upstairs. And he's saying, no, your no problem, problem is down downstairs. there. The coin says so. You got the coin! <laughs> no, that one don't work. It could work if I make it work. That dog don't hunt. Marie goes to a shoe shop and talks to Hank, who says he's doing something important, which is literally arresting some guys who are trying to run away while he's arresting them. He turns around and gets on the phone, and one of the niggas bolts. Like, this is important. Why she? Why he even answered the goddamn phone? Because it's his wife. It might be an, uh, an emergency. They already got them down. I don't think he expected the nigga to bolt like that. But she's literally like, she needs him to focus on her. And what she needs. Why? Well, she's looking up for her nephew. She is the worst person in the world. She knows this nigga's at work. She knows this nigga's a DEA agent. It ain't like he's at work. 
The nigga is in a life-threatening situations every time he goes outside. And you want to distract him to talk to him about Walt Jr., who has a dad, Hank reminds her. And then she says, yeah, but he respects you, which is literally the burn of the entire fucking century. Yes, because he definitely does not respect his parents at all. She wants Hank to tell Walter Jr. some horror stories and show him some autopsy photos of a pot overdose. No such thing. I feel like at some point it's possible. I feel like there's a... Pot smokers will tell you that there has never been... There's been overdoses with pot related, but it's because of pot and something else. It's never just pot. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like you can overdose on water, so you have to be able to overdose on. You pot. can, you can drink too much water, yes, but you can't mm-hmm. drink too much. You can't smoke too much pot. Mm-hmm. Marie, while she's doing this, talking about her concerns about drugs, the the dergs, is at a shoe store, like I said, and has on a pair of shoes, or has a pair of shoes, and asks for them in black. And when the salesperson brings them out, Marie just shoves her nasty ass bare foot into it. The salesperson tells her that she can't put on the shoe without some footies. And Marie's like, I'm extremely clean. And but then but also the salesperson is the rudest. No, not that rude. You she's on, absolutely man. right. Can you not put your dirty ass feet into these new shoes? Can you get the yeah, phone what, off the phone and do your fucking job? What's her what job? She Al, brought the shoes out to her. What would Al Bundy do? That's we it. know That's what Al Bundy would have done, but let's be real. What's her job past bringing out the shoes? What if the person who was on the phone was actually a client? Because she did say that she had some shoes in the back for her. And when she went back there to get the shoes for her friend, Marie stuffs her nasty ass feet back into the shoes from the store, takes her dirty white sneakers off and puts the sneakers on the stand in the store and walks out. She stole them shoes. (laughs) Just stole them shoes like she's she's Winona Ryder or something. She's about that life. Like her husband isn't a cop. Right. Like she didn't just Karen call her husband about Walter smoking the Chiba Chiba. The woman was doing her job. Honestly, she might have been harried. She might have been rushed, but she's a fucking salesperson working in a shoe shop. Nigga, don't put you, you go into a Nike store and try and put your bare feet into a shoe. You know what they do? They will point at those nylons they have in every fucking corridor. And it wasn't like she told her you got to put on your own footies. She said you need to put on footies. She probably had them. Oh, I'm extremely clean. Fuck you. But she was like, I'm I'm sorry, but like, she was on the fucking phone talking to her homegirl the whole fucking time. That she was on the phone talking to her homegirl. That shit is fucking rude as fuck. In an empty store. In an empty store. It wasn't worse than what Marie did, but it was still, I don't like it. Wasn't she's a you teenager? She's she she's a person in an empty store. I'm sorry, you at work. It, it's not empty when I'm in here. So when you come in, you immediately <laughs> want me to hang up on on whoever's on the phone to serve because you. you at work. But you, your personal call does not supersede what I need from you, and I need fucking service. You are in a service industry. But she went to the back job. and got the shoes. Nope. I'm sorry. Nope. She went to the back and she got the no. shoes. Did she not? Nope. We are not. Scar we, Karen. 
we scar did she scar. go to the back and get the shoes no, yes I'm not, or no i'm not going to the manager or no shit but like yo if i'm in the fucking store do your fucking job did she go to the back and get the shoes Yes or no? We, we not stick. We not staying on this. We ain't got yes, that much we are because Marie made one request. We do not have time for this. Marie had one request. We don't have right? fucking time yes for no. this. Yes or Your no? More rules. We don't have time for yes, this. Yes or no? Did we she don't have, have one have request time for this? I can find it on YouTube. <laughs> Did she have one request, Scar? What's the girl granted? <laughs> you don't want one. So she's the worst person in the world. Well, you when we go over time, don't say it was my fault. So now that you're talking, did she grant her one request? That it was not good customer service, period. <laughs> <laughs> Hank takes Walter Jr. to Skid Row and harasses Wendy for Walter Jr.'s amusement. She's just trying to get a fucking root beer. Hank says the crystal heads that live there will sell their grandmother's coochies for a hit. He I'm wants interested to see the percentage hmm? of kids that this works on versus the percentage of kids this makes them get into drugs. I want to see right. how many kids because really Walt believe somebody's going to sell a coochie. He just wanted to go to Cold Stone. Because Walt, Walt Jr. was like, cool. Can we go to Cold Stone? Nigga just <laughs> wanted his strawberry blonde. It ain't going to eat itself, bitch. Because, because of course, <laughs> he was not the person that was being talked about because of fucking Marie. Nigga was literally like, okay, okay. They smoked weed and moved on to meth. Okay, I didn't even start it, Jack. Can we go to Cold Stone now? Exactly. So Hank's a DEA agent, right? He makes a good living. I'm sure he makes mm-hmm. a good yeah. living. But oh, yeah. they talk about him like he got 50K laying around that he can just give to Walt for fucking medicine, which we'll get into later. I'm looking at I him mean, in his car. I mean, he's running the squad, though. Like, it Did seems like he's pretty car? high up on he the list. No. He wasn't in the car of someone who had that kind of bread. Yeah, he don't look like the type of motherfucker who would care about a car anyway. He seems really stupid. I thought he would get at least a big-ass truck or something. That is true. I could see him in like an (laughs) F-450 with America flags on the back for the the tire, whatever they are, the flaps. Fuck yeah! And, And nuts. Hanging off the trailer hitch. Truck nuts. <laughs> I can see Walt with our uh, Hank with that shit. Yes, I can as well. But anyhow, once Hank is done harassing Wendy, she goes back upstairs to her hotel room where Jesse is fucking waiting. And he asks if the people she was talking to were talking about him. And she says no. It was just a, a guy and a football player because he's like, don't look at him. He's a fucking football player. Or I'm like a howitzer. Yeah, right. Then Jesse gives Wendy the dick. Walter yeah, sitting on the like, toilet. What was the agreement? Like, he just, he immediately, after they had this conversation, he immediately just pulls his pants down and she just kind of backs in. Oh, I'm sure he Jesse gave seems her some like of the whole, that he had in his bag. He seems like a whole ass addict in this episode. So, yeah, very like, he like a strung out addict. Like, I thought he was just doing meth in the first two episodes. Like, oh, I'm going to do meth. You know, I'll try it or whatever. He seemed like a whole fucking up addict. He's an addict, period. Full stop. Like, he is an addict. Walter's sitting on the toilet writing out a list of pros and cons of letting Crazy Eight go. And the reasons to let Crazy live? It's the moral thing to do. Judeo-Christian principles. You are not a murderer. Sanctity of life. He wouldn't be able to live with himself. Crazy Eight may listen to reason. 
post-traumatic stress if you do kill him and murder is wrong. And he writes this list hella fast, by the way. Like, lines just appear from fucking nowhere. There's only one thing on the con of letting him live. He'll kill Walter's entire fucking family if he lets him leave. <laughs> so Walter decides to call Skylar and tell her about the t- that time got away from him and that Bogdan kept him at the car wash doing inventory. And he tells her that he needs to learn how to say no. And she's like, oh, you're at the car wash? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, oh, because I called the car wash and found out you quit two weeks ago. I mean, it wasn't like Bogdan was going to fucking cover for Walt. Not after the dick grabbing incident. Walt's like, mm-hmm. I'll I'll come home and we can talk about it. And she's like, nah, just stay wherever you're at tonight. Meanwhile, the guy he's supposed to kill is calling for him, telling him, I'm hungry down here. Walter makes a sandwich for him, cuts off the crust, puts it on a glass plate and takes it downstairs to him, but faints when he gets to the bottom of the stairs and collapses. And the ceramic plate that the um, sandwich is on shatters into pieces right in front of Crazy. Walter wakes up and Crazy tells him that he was out for like 10 to 15 minutes. And he tells Crazy that he has lung cancer. And goes to make Crazy another sandwich, which he convinces Crazy that he didn't poison it. Crazy like it, it, it would be an easy thing to do since you're a chemist and all. Walter's also brought down some beers. A six-pack. And he give one to Crazy and asks him what his real name is. And Crazy's like, it's Domingo. And Walter's like, that's Sunday. I've decided I'm going to call you Sunday instead. Hey, Scar, what's your real name? Mike. Uh, that's Mikhail. I'm going to call you that instead. I submit that you cannot. That's what I would have said when the nigga was like, I'm going to call you Sunday. <laughs> Sunday sounds like the nigga's name from Fantasy Island. The plane, boss. The plane. Walter asks Crazy about his life, and Crazy tells him that learning more about him ain't going to make it easier to kill me. And Walter's like, maybe, maybe not, but I'm looking for any good reason not to kill you. And Walter tells Crazy to convince Walter to let him go. Sell me on letting you go. What the fuck is that? Crazy tells Walter that he will promise him that he wouldn't come after him and his family, and that they will be safe. That what happened between them never happened. But Walter should be smart enough to know that anyone in crazy situation will make promises like that. Crazy tells him that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So Walter's like, then give me a reason, guy. So instead, crazy tells him about how he was born and bred in ABQ in the Albuquerque. Studied business administration at the University of New Mexico and got his degree. And he was going to study music initially, but his dad shamed him out of it. Uh, His dad owns Tampico Furniture, and Walt knows the place and even remembers the stupid commercials they had for it. Walt asks if Crazy wrote the jingle since, you know, Crazy in music. And Crazy's like, no, my uncle made it. He got ass from it. Walt remembers buying the extended warranty on Walter Jr.'s crib there. And Crazy worked there his whole life until he said, fuck you and quit. Small world, Walt says. Crazy says, the path we take, huh? Walter gives Crazy a beer, 
and Crazy asks if Jesse knows that Walter has cancer. Walter says that no one knows but Crazy because it's a conversation he's not even remotely ready to have. And Crazy surmises that the reason Walter is selling meth is because he wants to raise money for his family and offers to pay him the money in exchange for his freedom. After all, if the line of work doesn't suit him, get out before it's too late. Walter literally cries and says that he doesn't know what to do. And Crazy's like, you do, man. You do. His voice gets so fucking soothing. Walter nods and he's like, I'm going to go upstairs and get the key. To take you where you want to be. Um, and Walter's <laughs> feeling really good about his choice. Until he throws his can of beer into the trash and realizes that there's a piece of the broken plate missing. A shard, really. A shard that could easily become a shank. And Walter seems genuinely sad that the guy that he tried to kill and then locked in a basement while he dissolved his cousin in acid that dripped down right next to where this guy was sitting at would try and kill him. Well, he was being nice to him. He was going to let him go. Yeah, I think I think it's like... And he did try to kill him first back at this the cook yes. site. Yeah, all he did was try to kill him back. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't. It should be to. even. Yeah, sure. You, you, you try that out. Crazy tells Walter that he's doing the right thing, and Walter tells him to turn around. And Walt confirms with Crazy that he isn't angry. And Crazy's like, nah, man, live and let live. Walt, water under the bridge. Walter hesitates, and Crazy says, unlock me, Walter. Really calm like. Walter grabs the, the bar on the back of the lock to insert the key. But then he stops and asks Crazy if he's going to stick him with that broken piece of plate once he's free. At that point, Crazy tries to take Walter to the stabbery and gets him in the leg a few times, but it's a no-go because Walt kills Crazy. Yeah, Walt, Walt puts pressure on that thing. He dies as Walt pants and cries apologies the same way he probably does for Skylar after sex. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Damn, dog. Forgive me. No, we saw Walt put it. You give it to her. No, that was Last that episode. one time. We don't know what it was like when he didn't have power or he wasn't feeling violent. Scarlett probably got some good pussy. That's why he stayed. Jesse shows back up to the house the next day and his gate is open. The RV is backed into the driveway and it's completely cleaned out. The basement is completely cleared with the exception of the bike lock. And Jesse looks extremely perplexed. Walter isn't at school that day, but a substitute is showing a video on carbon. Having a substitute could either be a gift or a curse, and, and that's a fucking curse. Especially if the substitute will be like, you need to pay attention, because I'm sleeping through that shit. Hank and Gomez are, are investigating the cook site and find some meth in Crazy's car. Hank notes that the meth is the whitest that he's ever seen, and Gomez suggests that someone croaked their snitch. Wait, what? Mm -hmm. Crazy was a snitch. <laughs> then another cop brings over the little girl with the gas mask. Oh! Crazy was the snitch. I thought the other cousin was the snitch. No, mm -hmm. Crazy was the snitch. Crazy was the snitch. Walter flashes back to when he and the lady were trying to figure out what else was in the body, and she suggests a soul. And he walks over to her real smooth and leans over her chair 
says, nah, there's nothing but chemistry here. It's a kiss position. He then goes inside the house to tell Skylar he has cancer. The end. Keep in mind for this episode, the story about, uh, the story Walt told Crazy Eight about buying cribs at Crazy Eight's dad's store, Tampico. 916-633-1537. Return to Oswald at gmail.com. Scar is on Twitter at Scarfinger. Brandon's on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Uh, you can leave a review on Patreon. You can also leave a review on Podchaser. Copy and paste that in the Apple Podcast, and then copy and paste that into the Good Pods app. You can donate to the show on Patreon.com slash Single Simulcast. You can also donate to the show on BuyMeACoffee.com slash SSCast. You can buy us a drink. I can't sing loud. I do dental work. Uh, you can buy us you a okay? drink. Oh, I, had, I had a uh, wisdom tooth removed. Oh, shit. Devin's getting all four of his done next month. You can also leave a donation in the tip jar on the Good Pods app. Just a tip. Just a tip. Mm-hmm. Brandy, you got anything? Nope. Scar, you got anything? None new, though. Thank y'all for listening. Y'all be good. We're going to holler at you later. Peace. Peace up. Simulcast.